So um, over the last two weeks, we've been having a really creative time in this church, in this house. And you see some of the work here. So the last two Sundays, Rachel and I have worked with the kids upstairs and they made these prayer bowls, which is what uh, Maria made with us the last time she was here. Um, Friday, we had a creative uh, workshop in South Shields. And that was again about... um, I can't remember. Uh, spiritual landscapes. It was it was what she did last time. Spiritual landscapes. And yesterday here at the bay, we did um, finding your joy, and you'll see uh, some of those pictures here. I'd just like to ask Matt to come up to say a few words about the pictures he did. Hello. Um, before yesterday, I'd never really painted. Um, if any of you see my artwork, it's all like drawing and pen and ink. Um, so painting to me was like this absolute foreign thing and I actually hated it. I've said many times to Sarah and to my parents, oh, I hate painting, I really hate this. But yesterday I really felt that I had to come. I had to not put things in, in boxes and say this is the only way to do something. So I decided to bite the bullet and to go. And I absolutely loved every bit of it. I, I loved starting and doing stuff with colours that I like and so stuff that with colours that I don't like. And I just found a real freedom and a real joy in being able to create and respond to what God gave me one word. And it was like, wow, the freedom that came with that one word, it got me to do two canvases and a few little bits. And it just was like, it was absolutely amazing. So I just... So... I just just want to say if um, if if you guys have anything that you feel that you've just boxed in and said this is the only way to do it, whether it be music or whether it be just even just reading or something like that, just if there's another way to do it, take that leap and do it. So what a privilege for us to have Maria and Marco here again. I might do a dance, you never know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Matt, what you like that's just amazing. He's a natural, but I, I resonate with you. It's so true. Don't limit what you can do, just step out, try something new. Um I've asked Marco to come up. He's my rock, as I said last time. Thank you so much for letting us come up and share with you. Um, we love your house. We love this area. Honestly, uh, we have to convince Marco to move. I think I'd move tomorrow, really, seriously. No, no, I know, it hasn't been cold. Um, Doug said to me, Maria, it's freezing. And I've been really hot the whole time. I'm, like, taking layers off, so the Lord's scared. Um, I kind of... Um, I had this, like, what do I share, Lord? What do you want me to share? And um, so I was worrying about it. Do you do that? I was worrying about it for a couple of weeks. Like, oh, I really want to bring something that's relevant and right. And I know you guys are amazing. You know, um, I have to say, 
that we would both say that the church here, we just feel that there's such a strong hunger for God. And there's like, there's a real anointing of breakthrough and real blessing on the house. There really, really is. And it's like there's this rhythm that you guys have got together and you're really running with the Holy Spirit. You know, we've been to a few different churches and it's not like that everywhere. So what a blessing you are. And hearing the stories that you have um, of of reaching out into to to foreign lands and reaching out into the community it's just such god's such on god's heart you know so i was really kind of like lord why do i have to share this word i don't want to share this word really is this for me and it is for me and then it's not a telling off so hear my heart it's totally not it's an invitation it's a real invitation to go deeper because what i saw and what i sense and what i feel in the spirit is that you're you're going so deep and you're running with god and it's like you're you know it their rhythm is fantastic so anyway, i want to leave a bit of time for marco so i'm gonna um just share just jump in so hear my heart hear hear the heart of the lord and i, I want to read really what word Um, I wrote word for word because he woke me up in the middle of the night and I literally just had to type this on my phone Um, and the title was what really matters Um, and I was like what do you mean he said what really matters is that you know me and you really really know me so this is why I struggle because you really know him so why Lord are you asking the church to really know you more but I feel like there's this invitation to say, you already know me, I've, I've handed out my scepter to you, and you've, you've got the invitation to come in, but I want you to come in deeper, and I want you to come in, 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 in deeper and deeper. So he, he says, this is what really struck me, and he was challenging me, and I really believe he's going to challenge us all, really. You can have riches, but not know me. You can do all things right, but not know me. You can say all the right things, but not know me. You can know all the right things, but not know me. I desire the intimate, the narrow, the difficult, the costly. I desire you fully, fully. And I was like, wow, you, got, you guys are running with this. But it's like, when we, meet, when we meet with God, when we invite him into our hearts, like you were saying, there's this like, wow, first love, we've met God, and then we journey, and life throws curveballs, and we journey, and we get through it, but there's almost like the, he's saying, you've stayed with me this long, and I feel this is a word for somebody specifically, you stayed with me for this long, don't give up, come in, come in deeper, I'm right there, and I'm helping you, I'm going to lead you, I want you completely, um, and actually that runs with, um, the, he gave me a scripture for that person actually or persons from Zechariah 1 3 and it says return to me and I will return to you and I really sense there's somebody here or people here that maybe you've journeyed and you've gone through the motions and you've done church and you've you know you've been through everything and somewhere along the line you feel like you've lost the deepness and intimacy with the Lord and he's just saying come back into that place with me just take that step forward with me and you you will meet me I haven't left you because he says I ne- will never leave you nor forsake you it just feels like I'm not there but I am there 
So, yeah, and I just feel, really feel that, 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 that if that's you, you come forward for prayer, have some prayer with somebody. And um, I really believe that God's going to uncap uh, that and really release you into that um, deeper place. So, yeah. So then he said, will you get ready? He says, 2020 is a year of clarity, of new vision, one of balance. And I'm bringing forth my justice scales and I'm weighing hearts. That scares me in the fear of the Lord that he's weighing my heart, you know, my heart to be completely, don't you, yeah, completely his and to stop making the mistakes that I make and doing the things I do, but just to <coughs> pursue and be, you know, living that life fully with him. And there's no condemnation. It's a hunger. It's just a hunger. He says, I'm bringing forth my justice scales and I'm weighing hearts and those who are truly mine. And he talks about that in Matthew 7, 21. I checked it because I thought I need to have the scripture here because, you know, uh, I just didn't want it to come across like he's telling you off because he's not. It's an invitation. It's an invitation. He's inviting you. He said, he's weighing. Those who are truly mine, who are truly intimate with me, you will be... um, Will you be intimate with me? I'm ashamed of you and ashamed of me. The invitation is to come closer. And then there was a sense of the Lord asking each of us to recap, review, reassess, just to go into that place and say, okay, Lord, again and again. And you've been doing it today. This is why I feel it's so hard to share this word because there's a real blessing in the house and there's a real hunger But then God is so, he said, didn't he? He said, he feeds the hungry and the hungry get fed, but then we become more hungry. And I feel that that's what he's saying, you know, come on, I'm going to feed you more, feed you more. And I I just wanted to be obedient. And so I thought, I'm going to share this word. I'm going to share this word. So yeah, that's really for all that I had on my heart. And I I asked Marco, because he carries a real weight of, the word and he's a man of God and I just felt like I I was coming here but he's coming with me so I wanted to just really pull out what what he what he's been hearing the Lord say for uh, for you I said I nearly said for us (laughs) I did (laughs) I think you can cope with me (laughs) you're good you're good good. yeah Um, yeah so I mean since we've been here um, when was the last time June which is a lot nicer here in June just saying, really. Um, weather-wise. weather-wise, yeah. <laughs> uh, so much has happened because Maria has given up her job uh, and has become a full-time artist now. Uh, so it's full-time in ministry, really. Uh, so uh, it was a step we had to make. Um, and, you know, wherever we are, on which level, whatever ministry we have, we all have challenges in front of us that we have to make a choice. We have to either obey God or say, like, well, I'm not so sure about this right now. You know, so... That's been a big step. We became grandparents for the third time. So this has been amazing. Um, and that was a tough, a tough one because uh, little Willow, uh, my son's daughter, was born. And uh, during birth, there was complications. And um, she was rushed initially from one hospital to another, eventually ending up in Bristol. So I think that in her little couple of hours of her first part of her life she saw more of the country than I ever saw um, 
but she, she was for 10 days in ICU, in intensive care, fighting for her life through to uh, the kind of poison in her blood and in the system. Um, but she came through and, and got really work for us, which is just fantastic testimony to see God move. And um, I think one of the biggest things is because my, obviously my son is not walking with the Lord yet, but to know and have him say to me that he was kneeling on by his bed every night was just like, wow, that's amazing. Because, you know, it's, it's a shame that God sometimes comes through in those difficult times, but it's so good to see God coming through in those difficult times because it just strengthened really what he is about. Um, so for me, I mean, as, as Maria is being busy making a mess of our house and <laughs> painting and stuff like that, so I'm really sorry, but your husband's going to make a mess of your house now. But it's just one of those things that happens. Um, God's been so like talking to me about so like a lot of stuff. We've we've had a break from church, not so much because we didn't want to be in church. We, we love being in church, um, but we needed to be out of church for God to minister to us in a different way. And the reason was that is just that like you know there is times where God wants to have you all to Himself. He just wants to be with you and nothing else. And He spoke to me about things um, which came under a title of the preconditioned church. And it was a bit of a, it was an interesting one because it was a bit like, oh, that doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> like, what's, what's this all about? But actually it was like God was saying a lot of stuff through uh, just being outside of the church. It's actually looking like where, where God wants the church to be because, you know, God loves the church. And Jesus came so that he could make a church. You know, but the definition of church over the 2,000 years has gone all over the place. And uh, unfortunately, not always the right way. And I think that we're coming into a season where God is going to say, like, enough is enough with the whole way that you want to do church. I'm doing my way. I'm doing it my way. I'm going to do my way of church. And it links in with what Maria was saying about where he's going to invite each and every one of you personally to restore that relationship with him. You cannot rely on leaders, no matter how good and charismatic they are, no matter how good speakers they are, no matter how many YouTube clips you watch, no matter how many Bible schools you go to, it is between you and Him. At the end of the day, you will stand before the throne of God just by yourself. You're not going with a certificate. You're not going with a, with a college degree. You're going with your heart. And God will look at, like, what was that heart? One of the things that I learned quite early on was uh, one of the main criteria that I believe God is judging us on is did you learn to love? Did you truly learn to love? What does that mean? That makes that love is sacrificial. It means you have to go out of your way to love somebody. You have to go out of your way to do things. You have to go out of your way. You have to reach people that you don't necessarily like doesn't mean that you have to dislike them, but sometimes, you know, there are people that you don't actually relate to really well, but God will put you into a position where you come to a point where you have to love people that you don't relate to really well. What does that mean? That you have to lay aside all your preconceived ideas of how things work. And I think that's the challenge that God brings to each and one of you, because it is amazing to be in a very hungry church, but the danger of a hungry church is that they lose their personal connection quite and get caught up in all the all the good things that are happening which is amazing 
But there is just as much danger in success as there is in failure. Because if you become too comfortable in your success, you lose the personal responsibilities that you have. So as we were um, during worship, I had a couple of um, tiny little words, and they come in all kinds of shapes and sizes. Uh, one of them is um, actually God brought this to um, uh, as a memory to me because I mean one of the, one of the things I love doing is I, I go for long walks down in in Wiltshire in the countryside. It's amazing. You don't see a soul, and um, you can go all the way up big hills. They're not actually mountains, but you know, I'm coming from Holland. <laughs> Everything is a mountain. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I thought a dike was high. But just like, just like, yeah. so, but there's a, there was one point where I was walking and I, 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 had, uh, I found this walk and I really wanted to do it. And it's, it's an old hill fort, an Iron Age hill fort uh, the, the, that's been built. And it's massive. So I was walking happily going over one hill, came to the other side and I saw this massive fort in front of me, which is just basically a massive man-made hill, and you think like, wow, <laughs> I need to go up this. Um, and I thought like, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to go around it. I'm going to find a, the path that goes around it. And actually, it took me way, way, way too long to find that path. So I decided, now I just need to go up. And it took a, not as long, but it was just a bit of an effort. And I think God actually spoke to me there. There are people in a church that when they're in front of a mountain, they look up to that mountain and they decide to go around it instead of over it. And the danger of going around a mountain, although it might be easier, is that there is a longer way to be distracted. And there's a longer way to encounter the dangers of those distractions. So if God faced, if you are faced with a mountain, God is saying to you, go up the mountain. See, all the way through the Word of God, we know about the examples of going up the mountain, not going around it. And see, the Israelites made the mistake to go around things over and over again because they were distracted by their grumbling and everything else. Oh, God's not doing this and God's not doing that and everything else and stuff like that. And then if that's what is happening in your life where you think like, well, I can see all these amazing things happening around me, but what is God doing in my life? Go up your mountain. See, one of the things that I felt got earlier said is that never measure the height of your mountain until you reach the top. For then you realize how low it really was. I'll say that again. So never measure the height of a mountain until you've reached the top. For then you realize how low it really was. And one of the other things that God was saying earlier was, uh, and this goes for some of the more quiet people in church, because there is always those that are contemplators, and thinkers, and I'm a little bit of a contemplator and a thinker. I'm not one of the loudest or the most charismatic person. Leave that up to Maria. Um, but and sometimes you feel that your voice is a little bit lost, you know, in, in all, the, all the big things that are happening and all the success of others. But if you feel your voice is lost through the crashing of the waves, whisper to the one who silences the waves. Yeah, if you fear, feel your voice is lost through the crashing of the waves, whisper to the one who silences the waves. You see, God is not deaf. And he's got big ears. Which means that he can hear your whispers and your cries and your silent cries. 
But it comes back to what Maria was saying, and I think I really felt that like when we were preparing to come here, as exciting as we were, because it's an amazing place to be. I mean, apart from all the kidding aside of being up north and it being really cold and stuff like that, this is a great place to be. It, it really, really is. Um, there is a point coming where you are going to have to make a choice. You've achieved a lot, and, and it's great to see the things that you do in India, and actually it's quite, for me, it's a blessing to see that. Um, I've been to that similar area about three times, three missions in Andhra Pradesh. Um, not exactly the same, I think we're probably about 50, 60 miles more south than that, but um, it's, it's amazing to see God move and stuff like that. But when it comes to doing all those things, I can come home and I can go and sit and say, okay, God, what now? Because it's about you and me. And if there's no you and me, if there's no fear of God, I start being fearful of everything else around me. So it's coming back to our foundations.